the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. And welcome back to No Buts About It. It is Tuesday, February 14th. I am in a dorm room in Steubenville, Ohio. Chuss is in his basement in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And this is the first ever video version of the podcast that'll be on no YouTube. Way. Yeah. No way. I posted one video. The trailer for the podcast is on uh, YouTube. That's it. This will be the first ever video that's actually on YouTube. That's cool, though. This is really cool. I mean, this is a big step for us because before, whenever we would record it, we were only on um, Spotify and like a lot of audio platforms and stuff. So we never had the opportunity to record the video. So it's always a really cool opportunity to step up every single way that we possibly can and that we hope to do this year. And one of them is to add video so that you can kind of see our faces if you don't already know what we look like. So that's pretty fun. Furthermore, so. furthermore, the YouTube <clears throat> did come in handy because I forgot to upload our uh, Super Bowl predictions to Spotify. So if someone's like going to go back and be like, they're going to listen to that today and be like, oh, yeah, these guys, they faked that. Nope, it's been on YouTube the entire time. The audio has been on YouTube. So. If you're one of those people who thinks that, go over to YouTube and listen to it. And we guessed it on Thursday or Friday, whatever day that was. Um, so we're both – we forgot to turn on echo kick cancellation for you. Well, I have mine on, so maybe that will help. <clears throat> we'll see. I don't know. I can hear my own voice. That's okay. <clears throat> we'll live with it. Um, anyway, so two big things happened today. And the first one is that the Arizona Cardinals finally got their head coach. They finally got a guy who is willing to put up with Kyler Murray and thinks he has a plan. And it is Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. And I, I was getting scared. Lou Anarumo, the Bengals defensive coordinator, was one of the finalists for the job. And as much as I would love Lou to have a head coaching job, I think he'd do great. I think he's a great guy. I really wanted him back in Cincinnati, and he's coming back for a fifth season. The Cincinnati Bengals get both of their coordinators back. Brian Callahan is also coming back, the offensive coordinator. We're going to run it back. We're going We're going back to the Super Bowl. We have unfinished business. They're expecting that Joe Burrow's contract extension is going to come out in the, maybe the next two weeks. We're getting business done over there in Cincinnati. Um, other big thing. Like two days ago, Derek Carr said he wasn't going to accept any trades because he had a no-trade clause, so he could just be like, nope. And uh, then they they released him today. So Derek Carr's a free agent. I thought that was a smart move by Derek Carr. 
because I absolutely agree with that. I I have talked about it with multiple other people other than right now, but like, yeah, everybody kind of agrees that, you know, if you're going to screw over, like if I was in his shoes, like I totally would have done the same thing. Like a lot of people have called it like, Oh, kind of petty, but I'm like, yo, like he's been the starter for so long in, in Vegas or Oakland or how, I don't know when it changed over. If he was a part of that era, I definitely think he was, but um like he had been the starter for so long and they put so much trust in him and like they had a lot of highs and lows obviously they made it to the playoffs not this year but they made it last year mm. against what you you got they had a really the like close game against yeah r- really close game against Cincinnati and um i mean they definitely had their ups and downs but i mean by no no means do i think Derek Carr is a bad quarterback but if i was in his shoes um if I was in his shoes, I definitely would have done the same. Sorry, I'm simulating a Madden thing. I'm doing a whole Madden season, and uh, Cincinnati just scored, and I just uh, they, but in the they're simulation playing. We score. Let's go. Yeah, Kansas City at Cincinnati, but nonetheless, um, I, I would have probably done the same thing. I personally don't like see any fault with it. I mean, if they were literally Vegas was going to try to get whatever they could. And now Derek Carr was like, no, I'm not going to do that because you put a no trade clause in my contract mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I can refuse mm-hmm. to go anywhere. And it's kind of funny because now Vegas gets screwed out of that because they probably would have gotten something decent for him. I mean, it, you know, he's a, a quarterback that, you know, could do really well in a lot of schemes. You know, you know, I know New Orleans is looking at him. And I mean, I know there's so many other teams that could potentially have him that he would work really well in the scheme maybe with different coach, different coordinators, different players, even it's, it's a very big, you know, move. And I think Vegas was trying to get like a, like a blockbuster deal, like uh, Denver tried to do, right. uh, but only vice versa was, is that they're giving Derek Carr <laughs> rather than giving a bunch of tr- draft picks away for Russell Wilson. Now we'll see, we'll see how Denver does. I mean, can't, can't give up on Russ yet. I don't think, I think, I think you give him another chance, but. I, I just – I don't think Derek Carr – I don't think he's elite, but I don't think Derek Carr was the issue in Las Vegas this year. Um, Josh McDaniels <coughs> does not have a great coaching history. I don't understand how you have the type of season that the Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> had last year with your number one receiver getting arrested, um, a ton of political stuff with your head coach, and then your interim special teams coordinator head coach takes you to – the playoffs but your guy you hired can't it just i i like what Derek carr did i mean sure it's petty but and he didn't they have a 5.6 million salary cap hit and freed up to 29.3 million by cutting him so it's not like he's like screwing them over entirely he's just saying like hey no you're not you basically told me at the last minute that you were cutting me if you couldn't trade me i'm getting i'm not letting you guys get benefit out of this i like that idea i think he did a smart thing. I think he'll be picked up. He went and had meetings with a couple teams. I think the Panthers were in there too, maybe. I'm sure he'll get picked up. He's going to be probably, if not the first, one of the first three quarterbacks off of the market. Absolutely. Well, and it kind of reminds me, like, with Derek Carr, kind of makes me think back on some of these other quarterbacks. I mean, I personally didn't think Ryan Tannehill was that, like, dominant in Miami. And then he went to um, he went to Tennessee, and they had some very good seasons. And then Matt Stafford going from uh, train wreck in Detroit to L.A., where they won the Super Bowl. And then you have um, 
uh, there was one, oh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins was in Washington for a while, and he, for me, was always just, like, such an average quarterback. He went from, like, my backup quarterback in fantasy football to um, – he went from my backup all the way to starting, you know, because he did so well in Minnesota. Granted, it's, it also depends on what wide receivers you have, but I feel like, in a way, um, this really could benefit Derek Carr because it, I always said I was – always kind of upset for Matt Stafford because I knew how talented he was Mm -hmm. and not that Detroit doesn't have a talented team now, but at the time they did not have that talented of a team. And Matt Stafford was like literally killing himself to try to win games. And, you know, I think he had, he had a broken back or he did something to his back like more than once. And I was like, dude, this guy's like killing himself for this team. And, and then he moves finally to LA and granted he was hurt this year, but I think, um, you know, 2022, I know, unfortunately for Cincinnati, it was unfortunate, but on a bright side, you know, I'm, I'm very happy for uh, Matt Stafford to get his ring because he, he definitely deserved it. Gotta, definitely deserved it. And Joe, Joe, Joe Burrow will get his time. He will. He, give, I got to rub my boys, though, um, while we're talking about him. So that's the big news really right now, other than, well, the next thing is kind of Super Bowl related. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. Chuss has to do the combine. I do have to do the combine. He picked the Eagles. I picked the Bengals. We were both wrong. Um, what do you think about that holding penalty? You know, when I initially saw it, I kind of complained. I will not lie. I thought it was kind of petty um, in a way because I thought that the referee should have just let it play out because I, the way that Patrick Mahomes threw it, I don't think that if there was a holding penalty that Juju would have been able to make it to the ball. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess you wouldn't really know because of the hold, but it didn't look like it was so much holding that like it held Juju back from catching the ball. It just kind of looked like he got kind of like held up a little bit and then Juju like it looked like an overthrow. So I was kind of complaining because they threw the flag. It looked like they threw the flag after the play. So I was like, oh, what could that be? Because I was like, it's almost like after the play. So I was like, was it like a roughing the passer? Was it like a late holding call? Was it ineligible? Like, I just was thinking of everything. And I was like, what was it? And then it turned out it was a hold, or it was a, like a pass interference or a holding or whatever it was. And I was like, where? And I saw it and I was like, oh, I, I, that was tough. But I mean, the, um, uh, whoever did it, um, I don't know off the top of my head right this second. But um, he admitted that he said it was definitely a hold. I was hoping that the uh, referees would kind of just not look at it. And, I mean, that, that happens. I mean, you, you kind of sometimes hope for things like that. But I felt like in late in the game, I feel like they should have kind of just let, let it play out. But because of that, the city of Philadelphia burnt down in a negative way. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it would have – I mean, I feel like Kansas City would have still won even if they didn't have the holding. I mean, I feel like – the only difference between this and like how it could have played out differently was that Kansas City, you know, overthrew because they were on third down, I believe, at that point, right? I think so, like, yeah. It was going to be a so fourth on, and long. Yeah, so it would have been fourth and long. They probably would have kicked a field goal. And then the only difference would have been is that Jalen Hurts would have had to rally his boys to make it all the way back down the field. So, I mean, it was a big, crucial moment that happened for Philadelphia. And I feel like that's why they felt like it was snubbed because it was a was a tough call so late in the game that a lot of times like referees will just let the game play out rather than, you know, call those bad penalties at the end of the game. 
but I mean, like, you know, obviously it definitely was a holding, but I still would have let it play out. And when I think about that, it's kind of contradicting how I have that opinion back in 2018 or 2019, maybe it was, it was the year that uh, the Rams played the saints in that one divisional game. And like the referees clearly looking at the pass interference call. Um, I feel like in that, like the referees were like, Oh, just let them play. But I mean, like that was so bad. So like, I can understand like what's going on. Like the referees are trying to make the plays, like trying to make the calls and stuff. But like, I, the problem is, is like with referees, it, it, you're just never going to have like a positive or a negative moment. I mean, like it's always just going to be a, a neutral area. We'll have lots of negative moments. The refs well, you will always, you will always have <laughs> negative moments. And the reason I say positive is because sometimes it'll benefit the other team. I mean, Granted, I do feel like in some aspects, like going back and watching a lot of the Chiefs games in the playoffs and stuff, I feel like there were definitely some questionable calls. Um, so, and then seeing this final one um, kind of really sealed the deal for me that they were kind of like, there was definitely some softer moments for the referees, I feel like, for Patty, Patty Mahomes. So I, I hope that this isn't, a start of a new trend now that Tom Brady is retired, that Patrick Mahomes is the new Tom Brady and that um, like the referees, like he'll get tapped on the shoulder and then they'll call like roughing the passer or something like that. Cause I've seen that many times for Tom Brady. So when like the next, like next drive, like the opposite team, like the dude rails him and they don't call anything. <laughs> so I'm hoping for them there, I'm hoping just for like the NFL's sake and for the entire fan bases that aren't Chiefs fans, that like we don't get bummy calls like that just well, because it's Patrick Mahomes. Roger and the Goodell. Roger Goodell doesn't care how you hit the quarterback. Did you see how he said that to Chris Jones? Yeah, I, I yeah, saw he that. He said, "I don't care how you hit the quarterback." Um, I think what a lot of the players want is consistency during the game. Like, I know when this happened with Logan Wilson with the holding call, his big thing was, like, you weren't calling that all game. All game you were letting us get away with that. And then when it mattered most, suddenly you were like, oh, yeah, we're going to follow this to the letter of the law. So, like, if you're going to let them get away with something in the first quarter, you got to let them get away with it in the fourth quarter. If you're going to be to the letter of the law in the first quarter, you've got to be letter to the law in the fourth quarter. That's just the way it goes. It should be league-wide. But it should definitely be – each game should be consistent as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And and also, like, kind of going off of the Super Bowl, I had um, a little note. Um, what the hell was that field? Oh. Um, it was a mess. I, I They said it was something new, but it sucked. Like, people were – players were falling. So many players changed their cleats. Like, it was awful. Jake like, Elliott I don't know. almost twisted his ankle, the kicker for the Eagles. Yeah. I was like, it was, it just was terrible. I was like, I don't know whose genius idea it was to play in Arizona with this weird field, but like, it was just, it was like atrocious. I was like, I was like, literally this game probably would have been so much more fun had all the players not looked like they were just like, it was a slip like slide. slipping. It was a yeah, slip like it, it was just, it I, was just so disappointing. I, and, and the ending, I feel like also made it so much more anticlimactic as well. So just because of the, but that's a, I wonder so. if that was like the NFL, like trying to be like, this is why turf is better. Because I'm pretty sure Arizona's on grass. I don't know though, because they said that it was. I don't know if I don't remember what they called it, but it was definitely not. I don't think it was turf. 
Um, it definitely wasn't turf, but I thought they said it was some new grass because they didn't because like there's so many other fields that have grass and stuff and like n- nobody has that bad of fields i mean uh, yeah like i've never seen any ish- i mean granted like i feel like pittsburgh's field is kind of rough at moments um and their their grass field as far as i as far as i know um or maybe it's turf i don't know i mean the birds were eating something off the ground it, it, it might be grass <laughs> it might be gra- i think it's grass because they have like seed that like helps the grass grow they have so, birds it's grass well, it was the whole thing was that, um, like, during the Steelers' season, and uh, any Pittsburgh fan can, like, vouch for me for this, at, at points in time, and this also included Pitt, when the Pigeons would when the pigeons would come to play, uh, the Steelers would, like, win. Mm, so, like, okay. like, for, like, two weeks in a row, like, right before I think we played the – it was, like, um, like, the Bengals game, like, when we played you guys, they didn't show up and we lost. But then there were like games in October, I think like with Tampa Bay and like there was another game. There was some, there was a couple games where they would show up at like one o'clock games and stuff and they would start eating and then the Steelers would win and everyone was like, oh, it's the birds. And like, it was just this whole weird thing, but it was, it was a lot of fun for that. And then it was the same thing with pit games because pit games would start at like noon mm-hmm. and, uh, or like three o'clock. And like when you'd be at pit games, you know, obviously they play at Acrisure Stadium, which is the same place that Steelers play um similar similar thing would happen and like everyone was like oh when they come uh keaton slovis cooks you know like keaton slovis like was like okay this year but that's here nor there but it's it was definitely um definitely think it was turf but like the thing is is like going back to the grass i was like i i feel like on the like when they were like talking about it they were like oh it's this new improved grass or something they called it something weird and maybe i'm just like it is not improved it might be new. Uh, yeah. It's not improved. I don't think it was improved at all. Like I, it was just, it was on, and I think it kind of ruined moments because like there were times where like players would like catch a ball and then they would like try to juke out another player and then they would slip and that was for both teams. Like that wasn't just for Eagles or Kansas City. Both teams were slipping and it was just a really unfortunate circumstance. I mean, it was high scoring. It was it was a very fun game to watch, and with it being such a fun game, I feel like for me the ending was very anticlimactic. Just because I kind of would have wished that Kansas City would have kicked the field goal, like with it would have been fourth and long without the holding penalty, because then it would kind of would have been cool to see if like Kansas City could have stopped, um, you know, the Eagles. You know, it, it just it just would have been a lot more interesting, a lot more fun of an ending, because then it would have been like, oh shoot, Kansas City just stopped Philadelphia, or oh shoot, Jalen Hurts just rallied his team to win it. So I feel like. It just would have been a lot more fun, but I mean, obviously Andy Reid wanted his ring, and I mean anybody would have wanted the ring. So and Jalen Hurts ended up throwing that wounded duck at the end, but yeah, that, you... I don't, oh, I don't no idea what that throw was. Everyone was like, "He's gonna bomb it, he's gonna bomb it," and then my friend uh, Aaron, he was sitting next to me, and he plays baseball, and he was like, "Bro, I could have thrown that football further than him," and I was like, "I was like, yeah, probably." So it was so it was yeah it was very anticlimactic especially from a guy who I don't know works out all the time. <coughs> Did <yeah>. you uh <laughs> the best shot of the night though most memeable shot of, shot of the night which also shout out to uh Chris Stapleton for the <coughs> national anthem best national anthem I've seen in a very long time. Nick Sirianni was crying over it. It was beautiful. Also shout out to Rihanna for the halftime show. I'm not a huge Rihanna fan, but I thought she did very well. I personally just don't listen to that type of music. Want to just kind of say thank you. You did well. 
Uh, I will say with the Rihanna thing, yeah, it, I feel like it was a lot of radio songs, so it was kind of like, oh shoot, I didn't know she made this type thing, right? Because I I also don't listen to a lot of Rihanna either, so. But it was, I was like, you know what? There was no political stuff about it. There was no like, like immor immorality in any way. She did it while pregnant, which. That was pretty impressive. That was very impressive. Props to her. Props to her. Very impressive. Um, shows women they can have a career while pregnant. I thought that that was beautiful. Best shot of the night, though, goes to when they're interviewing Patrick Mahomes. And I don't know if you noticed this. Jackson, his brother, was dancing behind that. him on TikTok. Like, that sucked. I was so <laughs> mad that that happened. No. I was like. All my friends were like, where's Jackson Mahomes? We haven't heard about him at all because, like, he hadn't posted anything on mm-hmm, TikTok. Mm-hmm. He hadn't done anything. And then next thing you know, I'm like, oh, there he is. And I was like, of course, there he is. I hopped on his Instagram, and I was like, I wonder what he was recording. And I – it was like some – I mean, this is why you're the social media – our social media guy. But it was some dance I'd never heard of, never seen, never – song I've never heard of. And I'm like, dude – you know how many people would kill to be on that stage right now with your brother and celebrate with him? And you're like over there doing like weird. I don't even know what it was. It was like something about smoking cigarettes with your, with a girl or something. I was, it was, it was weird. I'll have to, I'll have to look at it. Cause I don't even know what the song was. No, I don't like granted. I am into like, I obviously follow a lot of social media, so I, I do know a lot of things, but I'm not as in touch with a lot of these TikTok dances. I will say that um, I don't do them, I nor do it, I participate in well, challenges. I thought it was Tic Tac for the longest time. Tic Tac? Yeah, like I thought, like I thought people were getting really excited about Tic Tacs, and I was like, people have been doing this for a while. <laughs> Tic Tac? Yeah, I thought it was called Tic Tac. Because my sister, I mean, I, the only person well, you're from, you're from Indiana, so right. I mean, maybe it has a little bit of a like a tack. I don't know, but the only, well, the only people who did it were my sister, and she'd always say it real fast. She'd be like, TikTok, TikTok. Well, yeah, I mean, I I'm guess because I, I mean, I feel TikTok. like, yeah, I mean, I feel, yeah, because I guess, because like, I don't know, like, how many people, like, because like here in in Pittsburgh, like, it's it's TikTok, like they clearly say, it, but like. I mean, I feel like depending on certain accents and stuff, like, or like the type of area you live, like Pittsburgh, like I, like a lot of my friends don't have like the, the accent as far as I know. You like all the, say yins? Yeah, no, no, none of us say yins. No, I say I, yins. We say like we say some interesting like there's words that like we don't like because yins is so I, I feel like not as many people say yins anymore. Uh, I um, say yins. Even I say yins. No, you definitely don't. No, you... no. If I listen to Pat McAfee. Have you never heard me? My mom. Oh well, Pat, Ma- Ma- yeah. Pat McAfee so says yin. If I yeah, listen I to Pat McAfee for like a month straight, it'll start, start saying yin. Yeah, my, I said it one time, and my mom was like, "Josh, what, what is yin?"s I was like, "That's like a Pittsburgh thing. Why?" I don't even catch it. Ah, uh, yeah, we don't say yin's. I, I usually try to say like you guys or you all. Like you know, I, I don't say y'all. But I say like, y'all. Y'all. Usually. I, I don't. I don't say. I mean, I'm not from from like anywhere like indiana or southern or anything like that so i don't feel like i have the the area to say that but then again like a lot of people have made fun of my voice because they said like the one time like i was on a playstation i know this is kind of off topic but because we're (laughs) kind of on the topic i was in a playstation party one time with a couple of my friends and like they had some cousins down in maryland and i started talking to them 
and like when I started talking to them, they started like talking as if they were redneck. Okay. And like they, like they were like mocking me, and like because they thought that I was like a redneck, and like and then like I was thinking about it, I'm like maybe it's like the Pittsburgh accent because I was like I don't think I sound like I'm from like you know like because they they literally were like yeah down t- like yeah you're no, gonna you go down and get the car I was like you don't I was like southern. I don't I don't think I sound southern to I, mean, like, I don't really think I sound southern either but I'm I'm from Indiana which is apparently according to you a very southern state well I'm not saying it is <laughs> but I mean like it, there are people that like it, it's definitely a little bit it's definitely more country than um freaking like Pennsylvania is in 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 its own way I mean I feel like you know but yeah yeah it, the midwest is kind of the south of the north <laughs> okay all um, right um i know i know you're a big juju guy or used to be at least did you see what he posted uh not the, not the clothes the, not the thing the valentine's day thing yeah right? the valentine's yeah, day i thing. saw that i did see that what, yes. what did you think of did you see aj brown's response i also saw aj brown's response i think you posted it on your uh okay on your story what did today, you but did you think he was um i thought he kind of got shredded by aj brown i i was gonna say i think aj brown nailed it i mean there's just the problem the thing is is like the steelers let him go and then mm-hmm. Kansas City was just like, yeah, we'll, we'll take you. And then they signed him to a one-year deal. And, you know, I mean, he didn't do that much this year. Like, it's not like he did, like, anything stellar. It wasn't like when he moved to Kansas City, he had, like, an all-star, like, changing of years. Like, he, he had his typical year. I mean, he did a little bit better than he did in Pittsburgh. He was hurt and different things. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. um, but it was just – it was really – it was definitely odd. Um. But I don't think that it sh- he should have tweeted that Valentine's Day thing. That was terrible. Should have just he should have just basked in the fact that he literally won the Super Bowl. Yeah, like, he won a Super Bowl. And so for the people that don't know what we're talking about, he tweeted a Valentine's Day meme of uh, the guy of Bradbury. It was Bradbury, yeah. And um, it's a picture of Bradbury, and then it says like, it's like a Valentine's Day card, and it says. I'll hold you when it matters most. And then he captioned it, Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. A.J. Brown responded, who I think A.J. Brown's a much better receiver than Juju. Um, I, I, I can and probably get behind that. A.J. Brown responded, First off, congratulations. Y'all deserve it. This is lame. You was on the way out the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one-year deal, TikTok boy. He admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you – you're like that or ever was, but congratulations again. And then some like celebration emojis. So um, AJ Brown does need to work on his grammar a little bit. But other than that, I thought he flamed him. He called him TikTok boy. That was where I was like, dang. Well, that's where, I mean, he got his reputation for being a TikTok boy back in Pittsburgh because he started doing the Corvette dance and stuff on the logos. And uh, that the problem was we were doing so good that year. And then we were making teams so mad by doing that that, like, in a way, we kind of deserved to lose just because of that. Like, I was just like, he needs to stop. And then next thing you know, like, other teams were dancing on our logo doing it. And then, like, Steelers fans were getting mad. And I was like, why are you guys getting mad? Juju's literally doing it. Like, they're right, just retaliating right. at was this that, point. So. Was that the year that Von Bell, like, picked him up and then stood over the top of him? I think that was the same year. Because that was the, <sighs> I, that was the year we beat you with Ryan Finley. Yeah, it was 2020. With Tank it Commander Finley. Season. 
because Burrow got hurt. We were yeah because the... we only had we only had like four losses I think that year like three losses. We lost to you, Washington, and then we lost two other r- random games. But I remember we started like twelve and zero or eleven and zero or something. And like we we it was de- it was like a Philly Eagles story. It was like we shouldn't like we were just winning these like bad team bad games mm-hmm. against these teams. We were just a better like where we placed in the uh, division like like Philly placed second place in the division. So they versed a bunch of bummy second place teams this year. <laughs> and um, Pittsburgh played a bunch of these bummy second place teams or third place teams or wherever the heck they landed in 2019. I don't remember. Um, and like, they just ran through all these teams just to lose to Washington. And like granted, Washington did go into the playoffs that year. They did lose to Tampa, but like still. You lost to Taylor Heineke, who is no longer even a starter that's just depressing honestly but um, and ryan finley is also not a starter either and we no, lost to him yeah. so it's just ryan finley was a backup in with the texans for a while i will I say anything can ha- i will say anything can happen in divisional games though yeah but I mean, dude, that game was legendary because here's the thing we were broken as a fan base My mom, <laughs> i remember this game i remember this game because this is one of the few games because it was a late night game i think it was a sunday night football game it was either sunday Probably or was. monday night and my mom was already in bed and my dad was already in bed. And they could hear me screaming. And they're like, my mom finally came down. She was like, Josh, what is going on? Are they losing? I was like, no, they're winning. They're somehow winning. And my mom was like, who knows very little about football, realized how big of a deal this was. She was like, this is historical. I was like, okay, I wouldn't go that far. But in the moment, I was like, whatever. She went and woke up my dad and made my dad come and watch the end of the game with us. Because Ryan Finley was winning the I was game. Like, after I explained to my mom the situation that our third string quarterback was playing and was beating the Steelers, yeah, yeah, that's what happened. That's how it went. It wasn't. Um, I don't think it was historic. It but... was historic. That was the beginning of the Bengals dynasty. That's when we consider it to have started. To come, to come. Right now, the Chiefs dynasty is happening because they've been in the Super Bowl the last three or four years. So, which is kind of, in some aspects, hey, hey, you guys, you, hey, hey, if anybody's going to beat them, you better beat them. You guys better beat, your your team better beat them then. Because if nobody else can do it, you you guys better step up to the plate. We got the Patrick Mahomes. Burrow and Mahomes are about to be what the NFL wanted Mahomes and Jackson to be. That's what's going to happen. Okay. And you want they wanted the new Manning and Brady. They tried to make it Mahomes and Allen. Tried to make it Mahomes and Herbert for some reason. Tried to make it Mahomes and Jackson. It's Mahomes and Burrow. Burrow's gonna step up. Time for the NFL to admit it. Hey, I'm I'm not I'm not opposed to that. I just you just like I'm like I said, like just if you're gonna beat the, the friggin' Chiefs, please do. Because at this point, like we've lost her- we've lost them once. Once. I'm not saying that you haven't, but I was like, just like we'll next year, we'll next year, if you guys meet again, this time next year, like if you guys make it, if you guys play them in the, hopefully like, I hate to say it. I hope you guys, and like, don't take this the wrong way. I hope you guys go a seed lower next year, just so you can beat them out in the divisional. Because depending on where Kansas city is. So like, if you end up in like fourth place or something in Kansas city's first or like second or something like that. I, I hope that you match up in the divisional rather than the AFC championship because I want you to knock them out and then have a different AFC championship. Because although it was nice this year to see 
you know, Bengals Chiefs rematch. I don't want to see that every single year. I don't want to see it at Arrowhead. That's the thing that worries me. Yeah. Arrowhead is loud. Um, or vice versa. Maybe Kansas City will be third and Cincinnati will be second, and then they get to play or right. something. So just I, knock them out of the dang playoffs. I don't want to see them in the Super Bowl again. So I know that you have to kind of – oh, by the way, on your simulator, who who's winning? Uh, Chiefs just tied it up. So it's 14-14 now. How much time left? Uh, oh, there's a lot of time. We still oh. – we're almost done with it. We're like halfway through the third, the third quarter. Third so, quarter. yeah, I, I have six-minute quarters on. So we're at three. We're at the two fifty six minute mark of the third quarter, and I think the Chiefs are. Yeah, it looks like the Chiefs are about to kick it off to you guys. So okay, so it's looking looking good right now. The Chiefs are one and two. The Bengals are one and two, <laughs> losing to. Um, <laughs> I, know why I celebrated that, but I know we're I, gonna come back. Get, I know we're gonna come well, back. Listen, the, the, it just doesn't make any sense because That's you guys are the season. you guys are at the bottom of the division with. Steelers right now. We started so, zero and two this season, though. Well, you guys were one and two, so well, yeah, you guys started off. Yeah, so you you were losing seventeen ten to Baltimore in the first week, and then you guys went on to beat them twenty four seventeen, which I thought was great. It was a great game uh, for Madden. And then week two, you guys lost to the Vikings fourteen nine. Not realistic. And yeah. then you guys lost to Baltimore uh, again because I, I did the AFC North. I just wanted to get the first matchups out of the way. So Steelers played the Browns twice already <laughs> as of week four. And the Steelers – or um, not the Steelers. And the Bengals played the Ravens twice so that I can have just the two divisional – the Ravens playing the Steelers and the uh, Bengals playing the Steelers and the Ravens and all that other stuff later down the road. It's just, it's just easier for me to get certain divisional games out of the way. Madden is scripted. But, I maybe I I don't know though. Right now, Denver is leading that division right now. Yeah, they Madden, are three and Madden zero. Scripted. Madden is scripted. It is it is ridiculous. Let's, but I I alluded to it earlier. I know you have midterms, which boo boo midterms. But <coughs> we do both have to do the combine. Yes. I want to confirm on the air what we're doing. So I found out that they got rid of the Wonderlick test in 2022, which is basically an IQ test. Do we want to do that or no? I'm not opposed to it. I mean, I think it would be kind of goofy <laughs> just I, to do it. I took it. I did pre- take a practice test last night. Uh, of course you did. You can of practice. Course you did. We never said you can't practice. I've been practicing. <laughs> I've been training, man. I've been training. Oh, have you been doing the cone drills and yeah, the vertical jumps? Been. Oh, have, have you? Yeah. Have you really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got. I got. Uh, guys you don't need to take this. You don't need to take this that seriously. Nah, dude, but... I I want to perform, <coughs> man. Billy B might be watching. Uh, maybe, maybe. So, yeah, I got the same score that Brett Favre got, which was not very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we'll do the Wonderlick test, the five ten five shuttle test, mm-hmm. the two twenty five pound bench press test. Which, I mean, you really want to do that. I barely can lift for my life. I now the YouTubers can so see long. the size difference in us. For reference, I'm six foot two, and I weighed myself today. I weigh two hundred and seventy-seven point four pounds. And, and trust I me, is am, all of. I am five eight one thirty two. So. <laughs> so so very much. I'm a skinny boy. Can't gain weight. Um, eat tons of calories. Still can't gain weight, but. That is for a different time on why I can't gain. But here's where here's where you're gonna beat me. The forty yard dash. 
Oh, I'm absolutely going to steamroll you. I, I, dash. I bet you got me on that. Shuttle run. Maybe the, the shuttle run, maybe. Well, shuttle run probably. If the vertical jump, I guess that could be deter- to be determined because you are taller than me. So depending on how hops, how much hops you have. Um, but, I don't know how we're going to do that, but we'll figure it out. We'll, 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 we'll set that up. Um, I guess I'm going to go up to you then at some point for yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> for now. Well, we got broad uh, jump and three cone drill as well. Okay. Well, well, we can get cones. They, they sell cones at the dollar store. It's yeah, down dude, the street from you. We got this. We got so. this. Um, so. Let's draft. Let's just go to the actual combine. I don't, we didn't get invited this year. Oh, darn. Well. Maybe next year. Maybe we'll get invited uh, I'm next a senior. year. I'm a senior. Oh, you can declare the draft then. <laughs> you can declare the draft. Um, I, Josh Butts, am declaring for the you, you, you should post NFL that. draft. You should post that. I actually have an extra year because of COVID for mm. some reason. Oh, wait. I don't, don't I too? I, yeah, technically, I guess I you do. would. Um, you uh, Are you going to take your fifth-year option? Hold, hold I'm on, t- I have hold to take on NFL. I know I got you excited right there. I want to see how I perform in these things, and then I'll then we'll we'll decide. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, for as for a date for our uh, listeners and for the people watching us on YouTube right now, um, it really kind of depends on your schedule now because my midterms pretty much finish up this week. I think I have one test next week. I that have no isn't midterms. Pr- yeah, I lucky you. You're a senior. I'm pretty um, sure I have no midterms. I yeah. I mean, if... I I have the big one tomorrow. I personal brand. My one class, personal branding does not have a midterm. I took the test last week, and then lab entertainment next week. Quantitative management tomorrow. Well, here I'll so, charge you. Um, you write my thesis papers and do my portfolio, and I'll take your midterms. How's that sound? Oh, deal, absolutely deal. I really? don't, I, I don't know half the crap that I'm learning in operations quantitative management. It is, it's open note, but like I missed the class two weeks ago because I was sick, and and then like the notes were blank, so I've just been trying to wing it and try to figure out what to do for chapters four and six for the midterm tomorrow. And that's that's why I haven't. That's why we're recording so late because I've been trying to figure it out. You know, I'm not gonna um, like study for it, like your midterms. Oh, oh, then no. Then I'm just no. gonna write like two is the answer for all of them. No, well, don't do that. I am giving you notes. Oh, okay. Well, is it open? I mean, book? I'm giving you. Yes. Well, it's open note. It's I open mean, note. I'll figure out something. Uh, open Dude, note, and you do get to use a calculator. I got a 22 on the Wonderlook phones. We're good. That's the same score Brett Favre got, and now he's doing. Yeah, and, and you know how to answer questions. I mean, it's not multiple choice, though, so you don't know how to answer multiple. But nonetheless nonetheless um so next week is my last week before spring break so that means that weekend i am relatively free but the other than a penguin game so um go pens but um other than that uh i didn't i didn't mean like we had to get a solid date set I just meant, oh. I just meant like oh. what events. You just wanted doing. to figure out what events. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, we don't have to figure out the date then yet. Uh, me and Josh will talk about that off air. Um, we can either, but more or less, we can either do it by the end of the month, or we can even shoot to do it closer to the draft. Um, just kind of, we could kind of like spice it up and just be like, all right, well, we're not doing it now. Let's wait till it's warm when everybody else is doing the combine. That might actually be more fun, to be honest. And I'll have less of a workload because at that point in time. 
um, my one class ends at the end of the month because it's only a one credit class. So it's done in March. So I'll only have four classes instead of five. Well, so. now everyone knows Tress's college schedule. So I mean, relative. You don't know. You guys don't know what time it is, but but yeah. Okay, I'm gonna take the hat off for this. I'm gonna go back up. Why? Stand because this why? Is end of the why? Show. why are you gonna? Why are you gonna? Show. End of the show. I don't need. Oh. I don't fix the hair. Okay. I I always forget. I always do this. I always forget the first thing. Well, and here and here's my time that I usually do this. Yeah, this is literally what he does. He mutes, he mutes his camera, and then he leaves. And then I, if I need him, I can't get him. So, yep, that's this is exactly what he does every episode, all like fifty episodes he's been in. Well, this is the time I do this. Thank you uh, for listening. Thank you for watching YouTube. Uh, if you did enjoy this on YouTube, please like subscribe and comment because that does help us out helps with the algorithm especially since we're smaller spotify listeners apple podcast listeners thank you as well if you want to see us and you haven't seen us yet go onto the youtube and uh, also continue to listen to us on spotify share us subscribe follow i forget what the different um streaming services say email if you have questions, if you have concerns, if you're really mad at Chuss for wearing a hat that just says the word why on it, email us at bullmoosepodcast2 at gmail.com. See, this is why I leave myself muted and I walk away because I know you're always rambling about stuff and I don't like to interfere. But in fairness, this is an NF hat. The artist is named NF and he is potentially dropping a song at the end of the week because he dropped a relative teaser on Monday that was very similar to when he was dropping his album in 2019. So I'm getting excited because I'm a big fan of him, and this is also his T-shirt. I so, can mute you, <clears throat> Yeah, but I'll just I'll – just, yeah, just Yeah, okay. Um, they can still see you. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the email is bullmoosepodcast2 at gmail.com. That's bullmoosepodcast, the number two, at gmail.com. And then uh, Twitter. My Twitter is real. No, it's I do this. My Instagram is real Josh Butts. My Twitter is Josh underscore Butts underscore two thousand one. Go ahead and hit me up on there if you want. I've been tweeting at people. They've been tweeting at me mainly about the Cardinals for some reason. I said something about Kyler Murray and some people didn't like it. Um, and then the Instagram is no butts underscore show. No buts underscore show the underscore someone asked me what that was it's like the little line like the little space line not the not the one that's like in the middle of the letters the one that's at the bottom of the letters so that's the instagram and then if you're not on the youtube yet it is no buts show no spaces n-o-b-u-t-t-s-s-h-o-w and I uh, appreciate y'all for listening. Thank you. And tune back in for our next episode, which might be tomorrow. It might be Thursday. Chuss's schedule is pretty chaotic. Mine is also somewhat chaotic. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Subscribe, follow, tell your friends. Be a friend, tell a friend. Don't be mean.